This is Akita Anime Podcast with Dito and KT Data for April 8th, 2014, episode 5 of the winter season. He has a big MP bar, if you know what I mean. In this episode of the Kita Anime Podcast, the dance gets denser. Plush bombs. And all-you-can-eat cake. All that more coming up. All right. Uh, the show begins in three, two, one. It's time for the Kita Anime Podcast with Dito and KT Data. The Kita Anime Podcast is brought to you by Windows XP. As you ride off into the sunset today, we won't forget your rolling green hills, the search dog that never found anything, and that funky start menu we all grew to love. Thanks for 12 great years, Windows XP. Hey everybody, welcome to the Kita Anime Podcast. I am KT Data. And I'm Dito. And this is the podcast where we sit around and talk about anime with no pants on but you would never be able to tell if i didn't just say that how are you doing today dito <laughs> i didn't want to give my secret away it's not a secret people should just in general know that if you're watching something and you can't see people from the waist down they're probably not wearing any pants just get used to it that's just <laughs> that's just how it rolls on the internet so yeah yeah i, I wanted to keep the illusion to people though <laughs> thinking i had nice pants on nah. it's, that's what distinguishes no, no, no. me from no, the no. the rebels that, that, that's you don't have any pants on because you want to keep them nice they're all hung up in the, in your closet you know like so I that way when closet. you so when you so when you go out it can be like those docker commercials where like nice pants i'm like that's right because i didn't wear them all day <laughs> no that's why people get desk jobs dude i'm just saying I know. That's why, that's why I'm getting a desk job. That's why I have a desk yeah. job, I should say. <laughs> so if you guys have never seen the Kita Anime podcast before, first of all, welcome to our humble little show on the internet. Um, and like, like I said at the top of the show, what we do is just we pick two episodes of an anime uh, from three different animes, come back and talk to them. So you're probably going, wait a minute, wait a minute. Where do I go watch all these animes and shenanigans and not? If you're not watching live, just go on to ktdata.net. Search for episode five of the winter season. Look in the show notes. Voila. You just click. It comes up and you're like, whoa. Instant anime streamed right to your eyes. Well, not into your eyes yet, but we're working on it. Um, well, given the new Sony uh, headgear and the Oculus and everything, so you could probably get to do that. No, no. I'm, I'm taking it one more level up, Dito. You're not going to need a headgear or anything. It's just going to go straight into your brain. So it just looks like you're brain dead. But really, you're watching anime. So we're doing sort of online for anime. No, you're not going to be immersed in it. You're just going to be, you know. Well, if it's going to your it's brain, a, it's, 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 it's going to be a, a limp stump of it, nothingness. It, you might as well just be sort of online. But no, with anime. not there. It's, it's, you know, it's the equivalent of like looking in that snow globe. You know, you can you can see, but you can't touch. And you can shake it all about. But then that requires <laughs> actual physical work. Your brain won't know. We're going to send direct signals to it. Then it's stored out line. <laughs> One step at a time, Dito. One step at a time. But in a smoke globe. <laughs> um, so let's jump into... Actually, Dito, how are you doing? I have not talked to you in a while. So how are you doing today, man? Tired. Just tired. tired. Training does oh, that to you. <laughs> come on. It's a beautiful day outside. The sun's up. There's no precipitation. 
you know. It's Spring like is eight, finally in effect. Like There's no more degrees. snow. I'm 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 excited about that. The weather's changing, you know. Don't have to see dark, you know, gray, dreary clouds all the time. So yeah, that's that's what makes everything better on there. All right, so let's just jump into our first anime of the night. <laughs> And the first anime of the night is Nisekoi, and it's brought to you by Steam. Always in the most inconvenient spots. So, in last episode, we meet an assassin. We learn about the three principles, not to be confused with the three numbers, and the birth of yet another harem. KT's favorite. Who doesn't love a good harem? That's why. So, I was a little worried about Nisekoi. Because they've spent most of their time just in the school. So you, you, it's like, what's going on? Why are they always in the school? Where, where's our beach episode? We're almost out of episodes. Um, but it's, remember, there are the, the key factors to every anime that is either school life or in this case harem. Is that it's either beach episode, um, hot springs, and or... Some kind of bathing suits are going to be involved. In this case, school field trip. But what's on a school field trip that every school field trip must have? KT? You gotta have the inevitable hot spring scene and dark, deep forests. Dun, dun, dun. I I always wondered about this. This is something that's definitely different from... uh, U.S. schools is we would never have a field trip on a Saturday, but the Japanese are like, "Yeah, we're gonna go to the hot springs over the weekend." On there, I I never had any weekend getaways with schools like that. And then again, there's never been a field trip where they would take you overnight and then do a test of courage and yeah. actually be involved in this while Te- drinking. T- technically, the test of courage isn't sanctioned by the school. Remember, the teacher just said. We're just going to go over here and commiserate while you guys go do whatever. So, you know, it's not officially sanctioned. You yeah, know, the, You only can blame the kids. The teachers just go in the corner and inebriate themselves. That's, <laughs> that's no big deal. You know, that is perfectly responsible adults there in Japan, I guess. Hey, they were drinking perfectly unlabeled bottles of alcohol, if you notice. They all had black labels on them. <laughs> of course. We can't have product placement. No, never. Yeah. Never. Never. No, because if that happens, you have to license it. We're never going to have product placement. Never. Yeah. Never. Never. Ever, ever, ever. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, I, I've, I've, the more I watch Nisekoi, the more I realize that I don't even really care about Kurosaki, Onodera, and um, Braku at all. I really don't care about them. It's that are friends that make the show interesting. <laughs> Shoe, <laughs> yeah, like shoe. Even even the glasses girl. I mean, come on, both of them are like tried and true friends, trying to be the good wingman, and everybody else is just like trying to resist. <laughs> no, it's just you know, you can only be as a good wingman as who you're trying to wingman for, not being so dense. Yeah, I mean, come on, curves, you know, curves left and right. It's just centrifugal force. Yes, it's uh oh no curve. curve. And I'm 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 wondering where in the world do you find a bus driver that drives like that? 
because that road looked perfectly straight to me. <laughs> I know. It's like they go around turns and everything at maybe like, you know, 25 miles an hour where there is like no force there. So it's like, curve. And, and it's just like throwing them around. It happened like 40 times. Yeah, I, I, like, how would you not just like stand up and like push against someone? I mean, that's what I would do. I'd be looking at the bus driver and like, do you even know how to drive a bus? <laughs> Uh, I, I just look at it by going like after the first couple times, sure, okay. So after that, like, like after the, like the fifteenth, twentieth time, I'd be like, okay, that's enough. Like, would you want to get on a bus like that? Doesn't sound safe if it's driving up mountain passes and it's driving that wildly. <laughs> I don't know if I could think about a, a bus initial dean. You know, curb. Then yes, yeah, I could see yeah. that. Maybe if maybe, gonna... maybe if he had a cup of water up front in the cup holder, maybe I might trust him. But if he doesn't have that. I'm not getting on that bus. Not unless there's some tofu sitting on the on the seats and everything too. There's just no way. Yeah, you, you, you just, that's just how it is. Um, and speaking of our two dense people, oh holy crap! Don't you just want to? You want to? I want to hurt these characters and just smack them upside. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I okay. So the fact that uh, Kurosaki found out that uh, the boy she promised to had a scar on her on his head from you know, protecting her from an animal, or a dog, or something wolf or whatever finds out that Raku has a, the exact same scar and she also finds a key in the book that how can you not notice that giant ass locket that she helped find in the first multiple, multiple kinds not only did she just help him find it threw it at him got the chain fixed you know had had physical contact with at least three separate occasions that didn't occur to her until after all this, and then even nine still, nine episodes like, in, and she's still denying it. I know it's just like I, I just want to put you guys in the face. Yeah, like, Seriously, both of them like, are, are, just, are you that dense? Yeah, both of them are just like I can't find my my long lost lover. But here's from here's ten years bit. ago. Oh, you do? Yeah, I'm trying to find my long lost lover from ten years ago. And <gasps> what a coincidence! Yeah, and he just you know happened to have a scar right where you have a scar. I know. So, and then, then we get into like the best game of old maid ever. Holy crap! It, that was intense. You like you really could take a like knife camping. and just just like cut tension that's in that room. And you, do you know what no, what I noticed too is how come they had a cafeteria on the second day, but on the first day they're like out in this like camping field. It's because curry. <laughs> That's because cafeteria can't make curry. You can't make ca- curry in the cafeteria. You got to teach the kids how to make their curry, you know. And then Raku's all over that because you know he's that professional chef throwing. All he stuff did in was just air. throwing stuff into the fire, though. <laughs> well, that and also they threw hot water on him. Well, cares I could throw hot water on him and just, I would so, say just, warm water. Just she was trying to get it. She was, she was Ooh, trying to get, look scar. Yeah, she was trying to get it heated up. So I, I would say it would be. Well, they had a they had a water what? heater there. Yeah, who who keeps a water heater in the middle of the forest too? That, I've I've been to campgrounds. I've never seen a water heater like just a permanent water heater placed in the campground before. I I would just out in the middle of nowhere, propane uh, propane water heater for no it's reason whatsoever. Think of the energy bills, man. It's expensive. I I said propane. It's still not that cheap, man. I I, I said propane. Anyways. <laughs> Where are you, you going to get the propane, huh? To, to deliver into a remote area. 
lots and lots of camels. Unless, <laughs> unless you want to convert to like methane and just sit there and fart into it the entire time. That's a lot of beans. <laughs> but it's being green, I guess, right? <laughs> Isn't that what everybody likes? Being green. <laughs> All right. Um, so they're, they're, they're trying. So the reason why this game is so intense is because they agreed the loser has to tell everybody about their first love. <laughs> and, and this is another part where just like, are you guys serious? Yeah. <laughs> it just happened to be that three of the people in the room have the exact same first love. Different stories, but the exact same first love. And to me, when I saw that, I'm like, I would just like fake it, you know, obscure it, make it as like vague as humanly possible so they wouldn't know. It's not that hard to do. They just want to make them sound so innocent, though. Yeah. Um, innocent. Innocent. Um, and then I, I loved how this Hot Spring episode... It was there's so much stuff they had to stick into it. They just skipped the ending scene and used that time to add more into the into the hot spring things because you you just see the credits roll by on the bottom. I mean, like, wow. Normally this is like reserved for the last episode of the whole season, but nope, we're in episode nine and they're doing it. Episode nine. Let's just you know, roll credits right here just so we can fit more hot spring. <laughs> yeah, more steam. Well, it's a good thing because I didn't get hungry because. They're, they're the ones who have the uh, ending that has like so shows you all those like sushi and bento boxes, and you're like, I want food <laughs> <laughs> on there. Um, so you know, after they have this wonderful, wonderful hot tub scene, I think all of you guys should go watch it. It, it, it ranks up there to like Tenchi Moyo hot tub scenes <laughs> on there, and Tenchi has some amazing hot tub scenes. Yeah, if you, it depends on if you watched it in the original Japanese version or you watched the Toonami version where they put bathing suits on yeah. it. I have obviously a, edited. You, you, you know, <laughs> I have a feeling those uh, clouds don't exist in, on the Blu-ray version of this anime when it comes out, or most of them won't, because some of them looked like digitally painted over on there. So I'm just saying, if 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 you really wanted to get rid of the steam, you know, just go find the Blu-ray release of it, or wait for the OVA to come out. <laughs> OVA ones, they don't edit him. Because they go straight to DVD. Uh-huh. <laughs> In your face, TV censors. We're not censored because we're on the internet, too. <laughs> All right. So they, they have that. And now, of course, we have this test of courage where the teachers are like, Woo! Saturday night, let's go party! You kids, you're on your own. <laughs> not just that, too. I mean, like, they... This just shows you just kind of how, well, I would call it irresponsible, but like how they much the teachers they really just care. just trust the students more. Not just that, too. It's like normally in stuff like this, too, you don't pair boys and girls together to hold hands and go out into a dark forest like so, I said, te- so they teachers don't know, can scare them. They don't know about those activities. Yeah, because they're <laughs> innocent. Yes. <laughs> yes. They're, just, they're just, you know, partying in the JPN. Yeah. So <laughs> I was going to quote a Miley Cyrus song, so I had to modify it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> anyways um, but then there is the lucky number 12 why is that KT why is a lucky number 12 well um, both wingmen decided that hey if I get Onodera slashes Raku's number I'm going to give it to you on there and just happens that Onodera grabbed number 12 um, everybody knew 
thanks to her buddy. And then <laughs> Raku is just like, all right, this is my chance to have alone time. And then he does his um, Super Saiyan level nine fusion mabobber. Twelve. With, yeah, 12 with his luck <laughs> and just grabs into the box and he felt the power and it, it took, I swear, the same amount of time for uh, Saiyan to power up anyways. And he pulled out a number and it was 12. Dun dun! And he so made basically it. he wasted, he basically just wasted his entire luck for his entire life to pull this Piece lucky 12. Out. Yeah. Um, and he, you know, so everybody pairs up. Um, uh, Raku's buddy gets paired up with uh, uh, Kira. Uh, yeah, she, she gets paired up with Kirasaki, Kirasaki. but then, but then, uh, but at, in the corner of the forest where there's some light and she, everything, yeah, you hear she, she just hears some rustlings in the leaves, so she goes and investigates, um, like a good person should, you know, just in yeah. case there's a forest fire starting or something, you know, so you can warn or, other or, people. Well, or in this case itself, you know, you have a stomach ache to oh. monster. Stomach ache did. Yeah. I don't think ache did is a word. Um, but we'll make it a word today. Yeah. The the poor werewolf was not, probably ate something wrong in the cafeteria. Probably shouldn't have tried that leftover curry that they left out all night. They probably should have left the beans alone. <laughs> On there. So they're like, oh no, we're down a monster. And they're like, we didn't have enough monsters in the first place. And, you know, they guilted Kurosaki to do it. Except, remember, we found out. She's claustrophobic and she hates the dark. So, what's the most logical thing is to go help these people hide in a dark, dark, dark forest. But don't worry. People. Don't worry. She's got a flashlight. Ta da! That doesn't work. <laughs> Irony, maybe? This, 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 this is an importance of making sure that you check the batteries in your flashlights before you hand them out and use them. The more you know. We're teaching you things every day. Now you're, you know, you're picking up camping skills now. Um, you know, go find a campground that has a water heat, uh, a built-in water heater. Um, go out, go out into the forest without checking the batteries in your flashlight. Um, eat curry that's been left out all night. This is Next wonderful. episode of Kita and Emmy podcast, we're going to go to the forest to do a test of courage. Yeah, we're going to rough it. Yeah, yes. right. All those who want to see this happen, just email us at KT or Kita at ktdata.net. Uh, we're gonna rough it. Um, so, <laughs> so, ra- so, so, right, right before um, Raku and Onodera's gonna go out on their little jaunt to have some alone time. Ooh, dun dun dun. Um, one of the other monsters comes out. It's like, uh, have you guys seen Kurosaki? I forgot to change the batteries in her flashlight. Amazingly enough, too, you know, the the teacher that went and kind of recruited her, that went out there, came back to notice that the flashlight is not working, to come to them, to tell them that the flashlight isn't working. And like a bullet, Raku decides to take off. So, at this point, are you still Team Onodera, or are you on Team Kurosaki right now? I think this is the moment where a lot of people switch to Team Kurosaki, if they haven't already. It's like, Kurosaki has, like, a seems to have, like, a, that seems to be that childhood friend that they originally do. But I, I, my prediction right now is that there was a, that they all knew each other at one point. Like, their times not, not, didn't quite overlap, kind of like, you know, 
um, uh, he met Onidera first, you know, then Kurosaki, or vice versa. You know, like they kind of overlapped each other in a small sense, but they never really met each other. Mm-hmm. So they actually both knew him at that age. Yeah. So um, and 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 Raku's a pimp. Yeah, he he is pretty much. He's too dense to notice that he's a pimp, but he's pretty much a pimp. Um, my my theory is that since we don't know anything about Onodera's family. She's going to be the daughter of another rival gang, and she's tried her best to distance herself on there. Or, and, or, and then, and then the rival gang's moving into town. So, <laughs> in Tenchi, just like just like in Tenchi GXP style, he's going to have to marry all bo- both of them just to keep the peace. <laughs> or find out that she's from a family of gangsters but didn't know it. And then gets, and that's the reason why she has, she doesn't know what's going on, and then just gets thrown into the mess there so that it has to deal with three rival gangs. And it becomes this absolutely insane harem. Yeah. Problem is, Tenchi, is, Tenchi with yeah, gangsters. Yeah. The problem is, is this all this going to happen? No. What's going to happen is they're going to take the safe way out where he doesn't pick any of them, and they go back to school and then just end up fighting each other. You know, in the next couple episodes, they're, they're, the truth comes out that they're both kids of gangsters and they're not really together. But now it's to the point where everybody's liked each other. So the last episode pretty much is them fighting over him and nothing's really happened. Yeah, he's going to get chased everywhere, too. Like, they're, they're all going to confess to him and they're all going to and he's never going to give an answer. So then he runs off and everything. Then that's how it's going to end with all three of them chasing him and then happily ever after. Yeah. Much. stereotypical anime yeah. ending i'd kill for the rr ending but you know they don't, they don't <laughs> give us things like that it's sad right um and somewhere and somewhere klaus in there gets his yeah klaus is, his, so so klaus and the and um and uh raku's family they're they'll be trailing behind too and like uh, just, that creepy perv yeah it's just gonna end up with a cloud of smoke of people running around yeah a KT data prediction right there. <laughs> so, Take it or leave it. Oh, people know we're right. That's why they're not going to say anything. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so that's where it's happening, but I'm, it's still fun. Like, this is just straight up fun. Uh, I, I can't explain this anime other than that. Um, and speaking of things I can't explain, let's go on to our next anime. <laughs> <laughs> And our next anime is Witchcraft Works, and it's brought to you by... The Roof. It's on fire. Last episode, Ayaka fights her mom, takes over the student council, and beats down a delinquent. Dun, dun, dun. Who just happens to be a witch. It just happens to be a, <laughs> one of the same witches that... It's like, okay, so normally the tower witches fight the workshop witches but in this case the workshop witches is fighting a workshop witch with the help of tower witches i'm gonna need like a diagram by the end of this because i'm so confused on whose side now because like at the end of the last enemy i think a tower witch is in charge of the workshop witches right now too and all of them like to have tea together yeah it, it's <laughs> I'm like so uh, confused it, and the only excuse they really have is that all oh, we know each other for centuries. So every time that every time we come by, we have to have tea or, and cake. Yeah, and it, yeah, it's like how can you explain how um, how uh, 
uh, Akia's mom just like, okay, I need to go chase some things down. I know you're a uh, tower witch, but you're going to be in charge of the workshop, which is why I'm gone. Actually, here we go. Let's let's talk about this, though, KT. Um, new, a new tower witch came into town. Best way we can ever describe her, her last name is Weekend. Original. That pretty much set up the whole town as a hostage situation to this magical bomb is the best way you can really describe it. So, but this works on two different ways. Now, um, we learned that the city is protected by the workshop, which is contract, contract yeah. with the, the most powerful uh, workshop, which in there, which happens to be Aika's mom, that if that protects all the citizens, no, not not the witches, but all the citizens. So, like, whenever they blow up the city, big bear stomps on the ground, you know, destroys buildings, etc. Um, summons. She, 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 she has the biggest MP bar. Yes. Yeah. Um, not to mention, to summon a giant nurse, Ayaka punches a building. You know, anyone who happens to be within that destruction zone is automatically taken away. You know, and they're safe. They they don't die or nothing mm-hmm. like that. Too matter of fact, that's, that's how we see all these epic battles in the city. And both of us are going like, "How is nobody noticing this?" It's because the city self heals itself because of this contract that they have. Yes, but the thing is, too, every single time that this happens, mana from Aika's mom gets depleted. Eww. And so, what better way to take out the most powerful witch in the city, but to blow up the city right yeah and we 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 can't give her any uh mp pots or anything to buffer up on there now no so um according to what we was saying after she captures her throw her into a dungeon i'm interested why she didn't even try to like kill her or anything just just throws her into a dungeon yeah have you noticed that none of these witches are intent on killing anybody it makes so sense too. So these two factions are against each other, but they don't want to kill each other. Yeah, they just want to hurt each other. Really, really bad. Except for Weekend, she seems to be a little bit more, you know, want to kill the workshop witches, but not the leader. So, plush bombs. What can we say? Yeah. Plush bombs. <laughs> <laughs> they actually remind me of. Um, oh crap! What's the guy's name? The panda dude that's in um, Danganronpa. Um, what's, oh, what's God, yeah. It starts with an M, I think. I can't remember yeah. the, the but, name. But they remind me of him, except not mismatched colors. <laughs> They're like his like distant cousins. <laughs> but with, with powerful explosives. Yeah, with power, so less of brains, but with powerful explosives attached. So it's kind but, of a trade-off. Yeah, so here's here's... What would you do, KT, if you got put in a situation where they are after you, you, your friend slash girlfriend slash immortal sidekick, I don't know what to call her, is trying to get you away? Well, how would you go about getting yourself to a safe place? I would, hmm, I would run like the moon go dig myself a hole somewhere okay yeah you know, and that's that's not a bad idea you know dig yourself really really deep and everything so no one can find you too but how would you like 
how would you even gather that no one can find you underground? And what if they do? How how would it be the most most logical way that they could ever find you if you were deep underground? Well, I, lo- I you know me. I, I talked about how springs out in the air and everything, and um, how much I lo- love seeing the sun in the sky. So I'd I'd leave a nice little great skylight out in my giant tunnel. It's probably not the smartest thing to do, but um, that's what I would do. And I guess somebody could find me that way. So, so how in the world do they like send them down into this room that they cannot escape from too, but leave this ceiling completely open? So but then I, the, this little plush can find them. It's because they built it like Minecraft, so they had, they had to dig from the bottom down. And since Minecraft doesn't have grates, they just left the hole open up top. Yeah. That's, that's my money. And it's just like, okay, so this room is like really big. So this, they have this grate covering this too, completely skylight open too, that can, you know, rain, <laughs> the weather can get in there too, and they just leave it there. They're witches. They can use magic to weatherproof it, I guess. Not anymore, because since the barrier is down, that's the other part of the contract with the city is that they can use magic when the barrier is down. The workshop witches. Workshop witches yeah. can't use magic. The tower witches are like, all right, I don't care about no rules. I'm going in and blowing things up if I want. Why, don't, why, why isn't there a Texas, Texan workshop witch? I've discovered there needs to be one. They probably do that. Like, if they ever dub it, they'll probably put throw some Texan in. Well, no, know? they need some like stereotypical workshop witch that's from Texas or something because they always do that in anime. So, why isn't there one in this? <laughs> <laughs> throw some stereotype yeah, in there. Yeah, it doesn't already. The show doesn't make sense anyway. So let's just throw in another stereotype in there. All right. Well, then let's do this. So, uh, let's put you back in the in the mix of this, KT. Okay. I so I don't know if I like the situation. <laughs> Well, you're going to get used to it because now, since you've been discovered mm-hmm. and the pl- the plush that your bodyguard will just say for right now is a lack of better term in this situation, blows a hole with the, with the plush in the side of the wall that opens up another cave, so to speak. So it's just magically there's a cave there. And now... You said magically. Magically delicious. Um, well, I had nothing to do with anything. Anyways... <laughs> Now, the the goal is that they need to get you somewhere safe, all right? And she leads you, just keeps on leading you somewhere under more underground, like deeper underground itself. Where would you, where do you think is a, do you think this is a good idea, I should say? I think it's a great idea because even the, I've, you know, if I, if I was in the situation, um, okay, uh, she's made me do some crazy things before um i didn't know why she wanted me to do them but i came out in one piece most of the time on there i got a little bit of magical candy one time um that was cool um so i would trust her yeah leading me down this deep dark unknown cavern to places unknown Alrighty. now why do you think she's trying to lead you somewhere that's very deep underground you know you happen to get your second seal broke you know you have more, you know, you're starting to grow in more power. What's the logical decision that you would do? Um, let her use my body for all magical needs and ailments. You devil. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually the, what happens is that since, um, since he has the magical abilities and everything too, and it seems like his magic still is active, that 
why not make a contract, not, not make the city a contract with Takimiya? Yeah, he, he he has a giant MP bar, if we're talking in like terms of Log Horizon. Yeah. If you well, know what I mean. Um, <laughs> yeah, so why not? You know, it's like go in there because the moment, since that, you know, weekend does have a few, the tower, which is, I'm oh, sorry, the tower, which is the workshop, which is strapped to explosives, strapped to plush bombs. It was a nice touch to tape their mouths shut, I, I have to say. Yeah, that, it's just was, like. <laughs> It's like, oh, why not? You just, you know, just blindfold them, tape the mouth shut, and just strap them with plushes that's going to explode in like 17 seconds at the moment that he makes a contract. That's the only way that you can really get disarm him is by using a dispel spell. Yeah. Which all happens within the course of 10 seconds after zero. Yeah. Well, no, it was microseconds. Her, her clocks didn't have, you know, nanoseconds and microseconds on it that's why you can see it it was there it's, it was there. It, it was it was the dragon ball z syndrome <laughs> where time just stops so they can explain everything <laughs> yeah so 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 my bet is I, i'm 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 gonna i'm gonna I, I think this is a safe prediction i think that the act of making this new contract with the city just broke another seal and there's only six of them right Five. So Five. he has two Five. left. So we only have two. I, I have a feeling this one, we're going to find out in the next episode that he broke another seal doing so. And yep. when, so far, we haven't found out why this white witch is so dangerous. I mean, she seemed like a cool person when we met her the first time around. Well, she did call herself a, a devil. So I'm not sure if she's actually being serious or not about that. But maybe that's, you know, it's a pet name. Oh, you devil, you. That'd be a weird pet name. <laughs> to call yourself i not you know yeah but we'll we'll see more in the next episode yeah. because you know it's this it's getting a bit more interesting now you know we don't know what's going on i but still have no idea what's happening on but i there's some semblance of story moving on so um speaking well, it's, it's, <laughs> it's it's moving along and carrying us with us without having asked too many questions we don't know we're just enjoying no it's the scenery, making, but, a, you know, making us asking a lot of questions but it's just like i don't care i'm not gonna answer them let's just keep doing this um, but, We're enjoying the ride. Yeah, but speaking of stories that are kind of coming to a halt, let's go into Log Horizon. <laughs> and our final anime of the night is Log Horizon, and it's brought to you by Cakes. Three people, 12 cakes, enter an arena. Who will win? Dun, dun, dun. Thunder, dum, thunder, dum, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> Be there. <laughs> All right. So last episode, Rudy finally becomes an adventurer. Shiroe learns a new spell and every kicks some goblin and everyone kicks some goblin ass. <laughs> um, so we, we, they, they, I thought we were going to have another um, battle to be honest with you on this um but we didn't instead um, we we get we, we, we get that little mellow spot yeah so so they jump a month ahead and the army has pretty much essentially cornered the goblins into this little area right there and they're regularly sending people out to kind of maintain and groom it they haven't killed the goblin king yet because they know that if they do that all anarchy is going to go out and in normal sheer way fashion he's using this situation as a political leverage with the people of the land um so to kind of work out they've signed a non-aggressive pact with each other i think they're working on trade agreements now um so they're having a party you know to celebrate their this newfound friendship 
and the adventurers, you know, helping out and everything. So, you know, there's dancing and whatnot, and there's a lot of parties. Um, the people of land, they know how to party. I'm just saying. Yeah, I think that the show, when they're not fighting, they're partying. Yeah. <laughs> That's just like, we just see this, like, fight, party, fight, party, yeah. fight, party, fight, party. Um, it's, Some, someone dies in their self, he brings it back to life. Party, fight, party, okay. fight. <laughs> I like it. It's because they have such a catchy theme song, you know. Did a bass, did a bass. Yeah, but here's here's a different here's a thing too. But you know, because that the the event that the princess Lanesia decide actually rounded up the troops and everything to fight off the goblins. That you know because it was her own initiative to do it too. The kingdom, like you know, her father's, does not actually have any right or any real reason to compensate them or give him his thanks and everything outside of what he's already done. So. That means that she is now responsible for like reimbursing all the adventurers. But in this case, set up an embassy in Akiba with her as the ambassador, Woo-hoo! which includes three meals and a nap. Yeah, now, now she can live the easy life. You know, she's she can she can sleep in whatever pajamas she wants because they won't judge her because they don't really care. Um, she can eat whenever she wants. She can shower whenever she wants. I really hope she showers at least once a day. It's just personal preference right there. But yeah, I prefer hanging out with people who shower at least once a day. I just realized, have they even showered at all in this show? They probably do. The only only time they actually had water touch them, aside from the beach episode, and that was just the kids. I'm just assuming they still hold some proper grooming techniques. It's just, you know... Are are you that desperate to see Marie or Henrietta without any clothes on? Well, we already seen parts of that during one of the beach episodes, but that's not the point. <laughs> you know, I'm just wondering, like, do they actually they don't show you groom the, or the, shower? They don't show you them going to the bathroom. Most TV shows don't do that. You just assume they do. It might could no. it, it could just be a command that they run on their consoles, like clean up, <laughs> clean up. It just. I'm not even gonna. I'm yeah. not even gonna image it back. Anyways, think about how much easier that life would be. You know, you know, you're just like, oh, I need a shave, slash shave, Whoop. done. I need a haircut, slash haircut, Whoop. done. Only if he, this isn't like you know, sort of online where they you know it's like clothes and everything magically appear on themselves. They actually have a wardrobe. They actually have to get clothes. They have to dress themselves. They actually have to like they're living in a new world. It's not just. You know, they're in a video game. It's like the two melted together and everything that we know in real life happens. And, you know, the only difference is that their weapons appear out of the magical bags. But there's like a hybrid of this. Yeah. Um, and then we find, speaking of magic, Shiro did some crazy non-game rule type things in our last episode. Um, you can go check back on that if you want to find out what. Um, but we find out somebody else might have done the same. Dude. Dun. Yes, um, you know, our little was it uh, Hikamori wizard down in the basement yeah, of the we castle. Don't, we don't even know who that is. It was just a random lady that. Oh, and if you guys raise kids, probably not the safest thing to tell them to all gather around this stranger and have them tell them a story. <laughs> not the not the greatest parenting advice. I'm just saying. Oh come on! They were they were out of the way, you know, completely secluded from everybody itself. They don't know what's going on. They're having a great time. No, what what can go wrong? Yeah, what, what you know? And she's telling the story, and it's pretty much the story of Shiroe. 
and she she adds all these extra things and you're like who is that and my bet we're not even going to find out who she is until the last episode of this season or until season two in the fall yes because now I had to drop the ball last time and say that we know now there's a season two coming out in uh, the fall. But, you know, we already finished the celebration of the, you know, the uh, the jointing of the Akiba yeah. and the kingdom. So and now then, that's and then, autumn. And then, yeah, and then Shiroi finds out another thing. Because remember the Goblin King? He was in the east out there. Um, and that was kind of their world level event. And of course, in a game, you're not going to have just one world level event, right? So True. in the West, they have something that is called the Demon Festival of Suzaku Gate, which is similar to the Goblin King in the West. And everybody knows that it's occurred, but the people of the land and everybody else in the West have not really said anything. Ooh. This, yeah, and that, there's also there's that, also seems this to be is like more a, hints cons- for season two, like. <laughs> But it seems like there's a conspiracy going on over there, there, over there too, because of the, because they all, like Shiroi knows about what's like semi going on over there too, but doesn't doesn't really know. It's just like you know he has bits information because like after like after the alliance and the the jointing of the two nations that they tried going to all the places too to try to bring the adventurers in, you know, try to take them and help them out. Now this too, you know, some of them have refused, and they just. You know, they just kind of haven't gone over to the west side of the of of what basically Japan is mm-hmm. to find out anything yet. But he has a strong premonition that someone over there is going to be a maybe a threat. Yeah, it, pa- seems, it, seems, it seems like there's a like was well, not an alliance, but like a because the town of Minami, it's not like Akiba where it's you know jointly ruled by all these guilds. There's one guild that pretty much rules the whole place out there. Yeah, they, we call them, we call them the ring. Yeah, so one they, to rule them all. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I must go on a journey <laughs> where we all can accomplish beforehand. If you just threw Let's it walk, in when you're you know, already there. Let's walk, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> and walk and walk. Let's spend three movies and walk. Yeah, uh, actually, and add um, another four <laughs> of of the, of the story before they walk, which includes a lot of walking. Yes, about the same thing. <laughs> on there. Um, so that I, I think this is all set up for season two. None of this is going to be um, explained or we're going to only get a tidbit on that last episode because I think it's 25 episodes, 26 yeah. episodes on well, there. You never know. I yeah. mean, like, you know, we could see this. We could see it actually. I'll just get shoved into the last episode. Oh, that would be horrible, dude. Horrible. <laughs> but anyways, uh, after uh, all this too, what's what's the best thing to do when you celebrate autumn? Well, it's Marie. And you know what Marie loves doing? She loves to party. So she convinces everybody <laughs> to hold a festival in Akiba. And this is like their first official festival. So they've had mini parties on there. And then she calls it the Festival of Scales. But I thought, I, I think after watching the episode, she should have just called it the Festival of All You Can Eat Cake. I'd so be there. And this is where we see a little bit of a different pace you know yeah. i mean like like log horizon up to this point has been like you know action adventure um strategy you know it's just like it just shows like a lot of d- dynamics of this too but they have very rarely ever br- like touched up on like personal lives of each character yeah m- most of it it's you know there, there's personal stories have been discussed if it helps move the story along on there 
Um, this is the first time they've kind of gone into this realm where everybody's kind of feet their feet are on the table, relax a little bit. There's not that. There's no impending danger on them immediately. So it's a it's a well, little bit more. It depends on how. It depends on what you mean about that because you know when I'm sitting there trying to relax and everything, and I have my bodyguard and then my apprentice come to me and basically say that you know a couples can go and can eat a cake together for free if they finish it all i just heard free cake that's all whatever else you just said i didn't hear i just heard free cake that's that's all i need here but then you get the brilliant idea to take both of them so that you don't have to favor either one and they both invited me i don't want to be a jerk Exactly, you know, but then instead, you know, since it was supposed to be a couple, which means a pair, now you have, you know, a triangle. It's a threesome. I don't want to use that because it sounds very dirty. Get your mind out <laughs> of the gutter, man. It's a threesome. <laughs> and so, you know, they have to kind of bend the rules a bit for them. You know, and this leads you to a couple different things. I mean, you could either say, awesome, you know, I get it. I get to hang up both of them or you're going to get a lot of ridicule around the area because you, know, you brought you brought two girls. No, it doesn't matter. There's free cake. I am there. The, those, those Everything else is a minor detail to me. Free cake. Well, yeah, apparently, like the contest itself, if you eat six pieces of cake, you, you get you get free. In this case, you know, because there was another one. So if they had to go 12, 12, okay, pieces, 12 of, pe- tw- four pieces of cake each, that's, that seems reasonable. Yeah, but what, then they decide to be a, a little bit generous on that and give you they, 12 they, whole cakes. Yeah, they did the McDonald's upsize on you. Free upsize. <laughs> <laughs> Which also, amazingly enough, too, that uh, Shira comes out of that like he ate at McDonald's. Yeah. Like stereotypical ate at McDonald's. <laughs> I, I almost made this joke. Hey, that's what he looks like in real life when he wasn't playing the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, he, he needed that mirror of truth from yeah. uh, Sorta Online. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and, and I, I I love this because um, both um, Mirror Me she she realizes it's a date, so she's all getting dressed up and has uh, Izuru help her out. Um, but Akasi Akate Aka Akatsuke Akatsuke I never can say her name right. She's like, oh crap! I need plus five fashion. And who does she go ask? <laughs> Of all the people, the traders. Yeah, she she goes she goes ask the merchants, and then I I love this. Henrietta's radar goes off. She needs my help. I'm coming, and then she's dragging Marie behind her, and and this is where I get I'm like this is why Marie and Henrietta are friends. They both spaz out for specific things on there, and then the other person always tags along and tries to help them out, or tries to. <laughs> keep them away or you know, <laughs> controlling i'm sorry they help some control this each one is like damage control for the other person yeah um and so so now we have this little love triangle thingy going on um with that and i have a feeling that the, for the rest of these episodes for the next um four or at least two or three episodes is going to be more of these like everyday almost slice of life kind of things where it's more about the relationships between the characters and whatnot. I bet you we're going to get one with um, Rusty and Izuru. And it's going to be just like Izuru taking her puppy out on the Rudy? town for, for the one one day. Rudy? Um, yeah, Rudy. Rusty? Rusty. <laughs> well, yeah. it, 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 he's a dog. Who cares? Yeah, he yeah, sponsor yeah. anything. So, like, I have a feeling we're, we're going to see the, that for the rest of it since they know there's going to be a season two. And, then, and I kind of don't mind. It helps us get to know these characters a little bit more. 
Yeah, I, I kind of consider this like catch up, you know, because I think it, I think it's good right now because like the immediate, well, excuse me, the immediate threat's done. Why not? You know, it's like I think this. I think they actually pace this just yeah. right. Yeah, because it actually it makes sense. This is the first time in the world of Log Horizon as they know it since the apocalypse, where everything seems to be normalized. There's, yeah, no, there's no goblins. They're not trying to figure out why they're in this world anymore. They've kind of had everything set now. They know they know what they're doing. Yeah, they've embraced it. Yeah. Um, and I, I love how Akiba still has a little bit of Akiba in it where you see some of these costumes. <laughs> you, you see you see a gray Danbo on there. So I'm yeah. like, oh, okay, that's cool. And I thought that was the only one I was going to see. Um, and then I see Gundam and a Char, and I'm just going like, how in the world did you like? How did you make the game? Even if you're crafting it, how in the world did you could you put that together in in the world they're at? Well, not just that too. They made the Lanisha PVC figures. <laughs> yeah, they're they're wood. Yeah, it's just <laughs> like going. It's like going. Okay, you know they they have the ability to like do whatever they want, so to speak, with this with the exact skills. You know, because there's a hybrid between the two of game and real life, but come on yeah you know it's like it's like if you do something wrong that's either going to disappear or burst into flames it is awesome um and i am excited for season two it's not dragging on i just pace the story everything put together just seems packaged really well on there and i'm glad there's going to be another season and if you guys don't if you guys don't really understand what we're talking about just you know rewind no rewind your brain back to the first episode and you know and just kind of like pace yourself through it and just think about all the events, you know, if you have to go back and watch our, our uh, podcast on this too, and just, you know, pace our events and everything too. And everything just it flows. Fits. Yeah, it works. It's organic. It doesn't feel forced. And I liked it. So I'm all for it. What yeah, I don't dude. like though, Dito, is that <laughs> we're at the end of our episode. I'm really sad about this. You know, yeah, you're, you're actually mad about that? I'm sad. Oh, you're sad, sad about that. You know, I'm, I'm happy. I don't have to go. See, I don't have to see your ugly Dude. mug for two <sighs> weeks. <laughs> it, do you really just count? You're staring at the clock. I'm like, okay, we're almost done. All right, all right. Come on, five more minutes. I'm done. This what do you think? Is... I'm blowing up the clock right there on my screen. <laughs> it, it's like it's like a giant clock right behind my camera. It's just there, and I'm I'm like watching the the time go by. Just 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 praying. <sighs> Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a clock up there. Just you know, it's gonna be like a witchcraft works clock, and wait until it gets there and just blow and it up. just blows up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, but if you guys have any comments, don't agree with us, have some more to say about what we said, please send us an email. Kita at ktdata.net. We read all the emails. We may not respond to all of them, but we read all of them, and it might be read on the show. Okay, I, I try to respond to most of them, so you have a high chance of hearing it back. Um, if email is not the thing, please go like our Facebook page. You know, like it. The button looks like this. Um, Facebook.com slash KTDataNet. You'll see all the postings and the musings and the groovings, you know. I'm, I'm catching up on all our videos, so our Comic-Con stuff's going up just in time for Fanex on there. And we'll be at Fanex. That will be another thing. Dito and I will be at Fanex. Next week, right? Uh, yes, it is next week. So in less than seven days, we'll be down there. Dito and I hitting the show floor again, seeing what we can. I'm I'm gonna try my best to get some celebrity interviews on there. There's one that I really really want to get. Um, if you guys know the story behind the username of KT Data, you'll understand. Um, if you know following Facebook is not the thing, please follow us on the tweeters. 
You can find me at, at KT Data, and you can find Dito at Ahoy Baby. We tweet out all the fun things, too. Out there, you'll know when the show goes live. Um, if that's not a thing and you're listening to the podcast, I know there's a lot of you audio listeners out there. Please, if you haven't yet, hit the subscribe button. Or if you're on YouTube, the button looks like this red magical thing right here. So please hit that on there. It's we red. It. It's magical. Yeah. And it's subscribe. Yeah, you should on there. Um, and if you guys want to watch us live, because we love when you guys watch live, our next episode will be April 21st. 2014 and you can find us at ktdata.net slash live and we'll be on there um dito do you have anything else to plug uh just next tuesday april 15th is the 25th anniversary to ronma one half appearing on anime it's the first episode so i can't believe i'm a year older than it i'm surprised (laughs) so all you all you fans of ronma one half that really know about it too yeah, you, know, you can join us, and I'm going to try to throw up a celebration of that too on the Facebook page. You know, just just a a glory to a show that was one of my favorites growing up, and it's helped shape and mold things. If you, you guys don't realize it, but it has. Um, all right, Dito, thank you so much for being on the show. I always appreciate it. I love it, and I wish we had more time to do more of this. Thank you guys for watching, listening, <laughs> however you consume the show. And we will see you all with a spoon in two weeks. Bye-bye. Zinga!